17, come in. Go ahead, truck 17. Primary complete. Command topics, primary complete. What's up, folks? And welcome to another episode of Primary Complete. Before we kick off the show, do us a quick favor. Like and subscribe. At the end of the show, if you enjoyed it, leave a quick comment. These simple little things make our platform more visible to folks who are looking for the type of show that we produce. For all of you who are constantly interacting with us on social media, talking about the show in your firehouses and with your friends, we can't say thank you enough for helping us build this awesome community. If you haven't yet, check out the social media. Search Primary Complete Podcast on Insta, Facebook, TikTok. Give it a quick like. We also got a website. Feel free to check that out, www.primarycompletepodcast.com. Thank you all once again. Enjoy the next episode and continue to help us make conversation great. Yo, yo. Yeah, and you're not going to break any of this stuff so you can take that mic stand and make it comfortable. Yeah. It'll all disappear here in just mm-hmm. a second. You won't even know it's here. I just touched the uh, the box. I got a sound in one ear. I'm going to fix that. You know what you got to do? Yeah. Do it. Yeah, pull it out of there and lick it. <laughs> and put it back. <laughs> and put it back. I'm back. You're classy. <laughs> old school electronics. Mm-hmm. Like old Nintendo games. You just blow on it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was the day. Remember the, um, uh, we figured out, you, you got to blow it out and then slip it in there just past where it'll go down. <laughs> yeah. That was, man, that's early, like 8-bit, 32-bit. Yeah, you like, got to stick it in just right. Yeah, gotta gotta do it just right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nintendo yep. days. That simple controller. Remember the cheat code for? Uh, I think it was Contra, or um, it was probably the cheat code for pretty much every game. The B A B A. Up, down, left, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me yeah. to test my memory too early. <laughs> uh, now we were. Uh, we were having in the midst of having a good conversation when I stopped us and I was like, "Ooh, this could get good." Mm-hmm. We're talking about social media and the power of it now and how it's. You even said it was it was it's a game changer. It's uh, pretty interesting what it's done for our service. That's for sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's ups and downs, um, like training stuff. A lot of training ideas get shared out, and then you can see in the in the details. Like some posts go big, like four century stuff. Yeah, it gets shared around. Imagine how much cool knowledge that would not make it. You know, if it's just word of mouth. Right. I mean, it, it like that's what those conferences that everybody used to go to. That that that's where all that knowledge was shared. Which mm-hmm. it still happens, but now it's like, oh, I saw this online. Let's try it at the firehouse. And granted, there's always some old timer who's like, ah, this is fucking YouTube training, you know. Yeah. But if you apply it the right way, man, you can you can do some some good work with it. Yeah. But, Yep, no kidding. We uh, had the uh, a couple episodes ago. We had the Williams Key guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's a forcible entry tr- tool. Um, it's really cool. He's a firefighter for LA County. You know who he's with? LA somewhere out there. Yeah, yeah, or something Hollywood. Like that. Something like that. I yeah. think that's where he worked. Yeah, but yeah, somewhere out there. But he's the creator of the Williams Key, and we had him on. And that's basically how that whole thing even started. Was from. An idea that he had, made this weird little prototype, started using it on his own rig. Mm-hmm. Videos of it got out and got out and got out, and like, now it's mass. It's a huge business. Feel like I want that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the tool serves a purpose and makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm gonna get one. I want. I want to try it out. He sent us the stuff to send over what we wanted on mm-hmm. it and stuff like that. So yeah, we need to do that. 
I didn't get on that. Sharing is caring, man. Sharing is caring. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like the social media way, sharing. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, you find something good and either send it to a couple of friends or reshare it. Yeah. Like publicly. I mean, we just got a guy for our association. Like we, I was trying to do it, but I'm no social media guru. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I found one of these younger guys who's a little more talented in that aspect. And I mean, in a month, he's put together like 20, you know, posts and had one post had like 7,000 views in 24 hours. I was like, holy moly, you're doing something right, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that definitely is not my specialty. <laughs> yeah. Think of, uh, Alex, think of what social media and stuff has done for uh, the city of Wilmington as far as recruitment and stuff goes. I know you can go to Europe, but we talk about it all the time because mm-hmm. in the county, our uh, our social media sucks. It's awful. It's almost absent completely of anything of quality unless you're 80 years old and all you do is look on Facebook. It's so bad. <laughs> That's not our union page now. This is the department page. Um but it's so bad. And then you go to y'all's and like where we may have, if you just, if you're using just followers for uh, the metric here, you know, you'll have, we'll have, you, I think the last time I looked, it was like 2,700 followers and you go to yours and it's like 17,000. Mm-hmm. It's so dramatic and so different, but don't y'all have somebody who like, didn't you hire a position to be kind of that person? Yeah. So we have our, our PIO, um, Rebecca Thurston. Basically she is, she handles a lot of the social media aspect of things along with some other stuff with the department. But, you know, that's one of her main responsibilities, a lot of the online presence. And, and I feel like she does a good job. You know, there's 20,000 opinions out there and a lot of people don't like social media and whatever. And some people think some of the stuff we post isn't professional wise, which I get, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not about, meeting what you want it's about getting out into the public and in that regard i think she's doing a great job you know it, it definitely has you see like we we have a junior fire academy which is basically like a summer camp a week-long summer camp mm-hmm. we're running it twice and we've got 16 kids in each group i mean that's reaching out hundreds of people many families and hopefully maybe somebody wants to join the fire service after that you know so right it's it's just she's doing a good job. Yeah, it's good for recruitment. Good for um, like PSAs. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I'll see she'll do a question based post. Oh yeah, like a Q and A. Yeah, I remember the uh, um, why does a fire truck go to a medical call? That's a real question that people ask pretty much all the time. Oh like yeah, stuff like that, and she kind of explains it well. Uh, yeah. My favorite was like, why is there a fire truck at the grocery store every day? I'm like. Because we cook food. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> you know, but like you're fine when you don't have to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. magic. Yeah. It's um yeah, dude. Social media has done a lot for the public a public view, both good and bad for mm-hmm. our oh, service. Yeah. Um there's definitely bad apples in in every group, but I'd say for the majority it's it's been a real a real lifesaver, man. It's it's brought almost brought some sort of sense of life back into our service. You, know, I you, would get say to see, so, yeah. you get to view what other guys are doing across the state where, like you said earlier, if you didn't go to a seminar or something, you never got to see any of that. Mm-hmm. So that's really neat. Yeah, it shines a light in places that just are things are unknown, and that just puts a, puts a light on it so everybody gets to share. <laughs> I did that um, I post uh, yesterday with the, uh, the pause for people okay, and uh, the, uh, the union. Like that program you guys run, people – People enjoy knowing stuff like that exists. Oh yeah. And if we didn't 
post it and put it up. It'd just be another great program that went by the wayside. Yeah. Or that nobody knows about. Like or, the public doesn't know about. Right. Right. Unless those guys, uh, as far as that goes, is, unless those guys are out in the grocery store with the dog and stuff, nobody knows that there's, they all assume it's supposed to be a Dalmatian or something like that. <laughs> <you> know, <but laughs> they don't even get to see those anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, heck, we even did the, the Dan calendar, which was a hit, but you get, you know, a firefighter calendar, typical, but then you have puppies in the mix and yeah. everybody's like, oh, I want that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I think they sold probably damn near two or 300 copies last year. Dang. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bought like 104 of those. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's good fun. Yeah. Well, bro, I don't even think we, we didn't even introduce you uh, by any means. Yeah, How we long? just went into it. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the way it rolls sometimes. Sometimes the way we do that. But anyway, we appreciate you being here, Alex. Say your last name for me. Fantausi. I'll never be able to yeah. do that. Yeah. So. The easiest way is Fanta, like the soda, with a little a- extra on the A, and Uzi, like the gun. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> I, I was writing it and then looking at my phone, make sure I was writing it right, and I was like, Fanta. Yeah. Fontanuzzi? Fontanuzzi. Yeah. Yeah. Fontanuzzi? I was like, that's wrong. I know it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> Better okay. than my high school graduation, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got you. How long have you been with uh, the city of Wilmington? I've been with the city since 2012. 2012? Yep. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, I started out as a volunteer out in Chapel Hill and did some part-time there. And then I got full-time with the town of Morrisville for a couple of years. And then I ended up coming out here, so. You said Morrisville or Mooresville? Morris, like Morris by the airport. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep, I'm with you now. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people get those confused. And they're how many hours apart? Oh, they're a good two, two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I got a buddy, Ryan, who works in Mooresville, and uh, he says that all the time. He'll have people stop at a firehouse or something like that and ask for an address. Dread. Oh, yeah. And they're like, two hours that, that way. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had one when I was there, he, he, truck driver. He's like, man, I can't find this address. I'm like, well. You're about two and a half hours away from me. He's like, man, I just came from there. I'm like, well, sorry. <laughs> they told me the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's you're, my bad. You're good. You know what? I'll check my phone. I probably have it. Yeah, on I think so too. <laughs> oh, it's Brandon Layton. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry, busy. Busy. Yeah. Side, side, side button. Yeah. yeah. Right now he's like, damn, I just got <laughs> side button. He's got big league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just we got our association meeting tonight, so he's just calling to kind of. Yeah, square things out. I got so. you. Get the details right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So prior to your volunteer time in Chapel Hill, did you do anything? Did you have any awareness of the fire service or anybody in your family? Um, actually, no. But um, so when I was growing up, we had like a core group of friends, and believe it or not, we're all firemen now. Uh, wow, which is is kind of random. But um, my buddy David, he's probably a BC down in Miami Dade right now, but um. He started out in the fire service first, and I was just talking to him about it. And then I was like, you know what? I'll start volunteering because yeah. it is what it is. And then it just flourished from there. Yeah, it's low commitment. Like you just go yeah. sign up and then run the cause you want to run. Like it's a good way to get Kinda, your feet wet. Yeah, yeah. no consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you only you left Chapel Hill to come here. Yeah, well, you know, there's a little lady involved in Okay. And what I'm getting to is what made you go from that side of that yeah, no, side it, of the state to this side of the state. It wasn't the $10,000 pay cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was definitely a, um, the girl I was with, she couldn't leave Wilmington. Um, just some child support and custody stuff. Sure. But, but uh, 
I ended up, screw it. Let's go to Wilmington. It's a beach town. I like the beach, so here yeah. we are. It's a good spot. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's a nice place. I actually, actually interviewed with the county, but, you know, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't offer you a job? Uh, I think you guys were later than the city, so I just had already committed to the Dude, city. Dude, that happens a lot. It does. happens yeah. a lot, especially down here. <laughs> Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've lost some, like, good names uh, just by dragging our feet a little bit. Yep. Well, I mean, it happens to everybody. That's right. I yeah. guess so. Wasn't meant to be. But you can probably come back if you want to. Oh, we'll see. Who knows what the future holds, right? <laughs> Hell, with you guys' damn pay raise you just got. There we go. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's nice so far. We haven't seen the full effects of it yet. I think that'll be after the next one or something like that. This pay period we're in now will calculate. So your next paycheck will reflect it, and and then there's um, and, yeah the other part. Yeah, so they they did it in two parts. Like instead of one pay raise, they did like a pay study. That resulted in the pay raise and then uh, like a normal cost of living. Nice. Yeah, it, it felt nice that they came <laughs> together. Yeah, we've been um, we've been looking for a pay raise. So this is I would imagine. A, a welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Let's keep this ball rolling. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Right, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, another one. Another one. All right, DJ. <laughs> Do you? Um, that's a good little topic to hit on real quick. Do y'all in the in the city do y'all have evaluations and then do merit raises based on that? Yes. Okay. It's, it's not the best system, but there is <laughs> right. a system. I got you. Um, it, it basically boils down to a, it's product called NeoGov. That the way the city does it is if we're you like the city's using it, every department's using it, and we've advocated that it doesn't really apply to the fire service, but they said, hey, it is what it is, and so. The way it works is your officer doesn't eval on you, but throughout the year they're supposed to put journal entries and kind of like update that. And when it comes time to the evaluation period, there's a whole list of stuff you got to go do and fill out. And this is my first year being an officer and having to do one. It sucked, but I got it done, and it is what it is. But every, my guy got outstanding. Let's put it that way. So. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> We use the we use the same program. We have one step other than yours. It sounds like each each person has to do a self evaluation. Yeah, we do that too. Okay, yeah. so even your firefighters and whatnot have to do an evaluation. Okay, so it's ex- identical. Is yeah. what it is. The exact same system. The, the worst damn part about it is your raise is one hundred percent dependent on your officer. So, like one year I went in, I did a bunch of journal entries, did a great self eval, but I had a new chief at the time and he didn't do shit and. When it came down to it, they're like, oh, meet standard. I was like, I was acting officer for, for seven months. I think this deserves outstanding. They're like, yeah, probably, but sorry. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> sounds pretty standard. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that journal entry part is a good way to keep up with those things that at the end of the year you forget, like, what project did we work oh, yeah. on? Yeah, so it's it's a good way to I do that for flowers. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and we have a daily logbook, which I've learned, you know, if I forget to write something like for last month, I look back at the log, but I'm like, oh, shit, we did that. So let's go do a journal entry on that, even though it's post-date or whatever. But it definitely helps to build that, I guess, bullets, that ammo to, to get that better raise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is your uh, Are your daily journals, are they digital or is it like an actual book? Oh, it's still? a book. That's Old awesome, school, man. Yeah. We used to have those, man, when I first started. Yeah, each uh, firehouse. Right? Each firehouse had one. I miss them. I miss them a lot. I miss doing the daily journal in firehouse. We then it went to digital, obviously. Oh yeah. So you it would be a firehouse entry. Then we didn't have to do that and stop doing that. 
Yeah, man, we got books going back 15, 20 years. God dang it, that's got to be cool. <laughs> yeah. So your daily entry, is it your book or is it your firehouse? It's, so it's every unit has its own book. So I'm on the squad. We've got our book. The engine's got their book. The truck's got their book. So That's a pretty sweet idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. It's not new. Yeah. We just went away from it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried a daily journal just for runs. Yeah. You know, and it's a great idea. I agree with it 100%, but my brain just won't let me be disciplined enough. I need I need to get in like two weeks, just make it happen, and then hopefully the habit will take over. Yeah, man. It, that's why we write down every call we go on on that book. So, And I like to do it where it's dumb, but the calls are a different color. So you go and you see a bunch of red, you're like, damn, we ran our asses off that day. Mm-hmm. But, you know. So a, uh, a day's entry is all one color. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the next shift. And that then, makes sense. And then the yeah. runs are a different color, so. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty ill about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty ill. <laughs> hey, man, all you need is a book and a pen and paper. That's pretty right. ill about it. Yeah, pretty ill about it. It might shine the light a little too much on the um, percentage of medical calls to fire calls. Oh, Shit. I think everybody's plenty aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't, ain't no doubt about that, man. Yeah. Like, I'm on the squad. All we run is EMS. We might catch a gas call every once in a while and, the rare structure fire call, but 98% of our calls are EMS and they're down here picking up drunks off the street and you know, it sucks, but <laughs> yeah, that downtown life. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> drunks on the street. Yeah. Don't be one of those. Yeah. yeah. Do better. <laughs> yeah. So what is taking you from your just regular fire fighter? Excellent. According to your, He's evals, but mm-hmm. <laughs> are outstanding. Yeah. What's taking you into that? The kind of the extra role you're playing now with the union. Congratulations on being the union president, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you. Thank you. It's 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 a challenge. I will say that. Um, you know, the fire service firefighters hate change, but they also hate the way it is. So, like, there's it's very difficult to to find that happy medium and make people happy and and do right by by all the folks. But you know, my goal is. I fit. I, I focus on the big picture things. I don't. I don't worry about like a transfer and somebody not happy with that. Like, first off, the union shouldn't have a role in that. You know, that's that's department business and union business. So the, what I try and do is I kind of delineate between the two. And so what I focus on right now, like one of our, we've got a few stokes in the fire, but um, we're trying to get our old tiller truck restored. Um, it's nineteen sixty four Seagrave. That's sitting in a firefighter's backyard right now. Um, but we've got it. Um, a lot of the retirees have been helping out with this, and we have it in a program through Alamance County Prison Systems that inmates work on restoring old fire trucks. And That's so yeah. all the labor costs is free. We just have to cover all the materials. Mm-hmm. So um, the average engine, they said, takes about $25,000 worth of material. Well, with this being a tiller truck, we don't really know how much it's going to cost, but we're we're kind of guesstimating about fifty grand. Yeah, it's a double it. So right now we're doing a lot of fundraisers to try and raise those funds. Um, hell, we're doing a gun raffle. I got to go print the tickets later today. Um, try and raise a few thousand dollars for it. But that's just one thing. And then like a big item I'm pushing with City HR is we're trying to get retiree health care benefits back. Um, we used to have it. They eliminated it back in. 2010 but basically like you guys have a tiered system so if you work i think it's like 15 years you get a certain percentage covered my class 
uh, like when I retire, they say, good job, pat on the ass, have a good life. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Uh, Medicare or Medicaid doesn't kick in for me for another 12 years. You know, right. So like, what the fuck am I supposed to do until then? So um, we are working on trying to get something implemented. Um, it's an uphill battle, but of course. <laughs> we're, we're making baby steps and progress in that area. Um, you know, and then just paying benefits. That's, that's what everybody cares about, you know? Paying benefits. So, yeah. That's the bulk. No yeah. Doubt. Oh yeah. What made you want to go from just being a firefighter? How did you get involved in the union? You just became a member and started going to meetings. You were actually a good local member and then kind of have progressed through the ranks from there. It's funny you bring that up because initially I was, I wasn't against the association, but at the time when I first came in, I was making $28,000 here. I took a $10,000 pay cut to come here. And I'm like, I can't afford another $30 a month going out into, like, I get it. It's a great cause. I, don't, I ain't got the money for it. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the, the secretary, Scott Monroe, he's he's retired, but he's still active in the, in the area. But um, he was hounding me and hounding me and hounding me. And finally, after we got a little bit of a pay raise and, and stuff worked out a little bit with my personal finances, I went to him. I was like, look, you can sign me up. And so I started started doing stuff, and I tried to be active, and then... I started. I, I actually became treasurer because I'm actually pretty decent with money and numbers and shit. And I did that for a few years. And Stenerson got promoted, and he's like, "I want you to be president." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I'll step up if I get elected. I'll do it." And he's like, "I think you should step up. I think you'd be a good fit for it." So here I am. Nice man. Is it everything you thought it was going to be? Well, you had some involvement with it to begin with, so you kind of knew the odds and ends, but was there any surprises when you took that position? You were like, ugh. How much people call you? I mean, I get it. There's concerns and stuff, but, like, people have opinions about everything, which is fine. They're supposed Mm -hmm. to, but sometimes you get calls with stuff like, hey, you need to do this, 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 and this. I'm like, do I really? Like, is that your opinion, or should I go do it because you're telling me to do it? And... It's great. People are passionate and vocal about it. But again, my focus is on on big long term benefits for us as firefighters, not the the immediate knee jerk reaction stuff. So not the necessarily the daily nitpicky stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah we just changed over to a uh, each shift has like a a filtering point. So liaison. How's that working? Yeah. <clears throat> I I think it's I think it's working out pretty good. We should ask. Uh, we should yeah. ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's uh, fairly new. Um, I'm lucky enough. My station, me and Ben Bob are in the same building, so if I've ever got any questions for him, I normally do it face to face in the morning, oh, yeah. like a shift Here's change like, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, come here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I try to not. I, I I have to hear. I have him and Gary. So oh, Gary's yeah. the captain on the engine on my shift. Mm. So uh, you know, I I get the pleasure of hearing them kind of vent about how much. <laughs> Gary's the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he shoots it straight. <laughs> He's the best. Uh, so I kind of understand their their frustration and can understand yours with all the phone calls. But, I mean, like you said, it's good that people are passionate, passionate about it. But maybe y'all need to put in some shift liaisons. Yeah, but at the same time, though, I like I prefer people hear it straight from me. You know, because you know how that the, you tell a fireman and some, some fact changes and then all of a oh, sudden yeah. the, the whole story's blown out of proportion. That's and not true. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you lie, but no, it's a, I prefer it that they hear it straight from me. Cause I've, I've gotten calls where like, 
hey, what what exactly? I heard this, 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 and this. I'm like, no, that's completely wrong. Where'd you hear that from? They're like, well, I heard it from them. I'm like, well, they're wrong. This is what it is. And then I go find that other person. Tell them, hey, quit being a dumbass. It's a lot Get of your effort. Facts. Oh, yeah. yeah. But God. <laughs> Maybe that's where social media can help at least guide some of that stuff. Maybe. Yeah. I, I yeah. It definitely could assist for sure. Yeah. I mean, heck, the one... <clears throat> That Greystone fire we had a couple of weeks back, we had a couple of maydays out there, which everyone's afraid of the term mayday. We're trained for certain, you know, parameters, benchmarks yeah, parameters, yep. that you call a mayday. And if mm-hmm. one of those parameters is met, you call it. It just is what it is. And like, so one of the one of the maydays was there was a bit of a flashover. Uh, it kind of flashed on a couple of guys. And one of the guys, he, he ended up being all right, but he's like, Fuck, I'm on ass in this building. And so he got out, and then they're like, they, they didn't have par. So they're like, hey, we're calling the mayday. We don't know where he's at. Well, he was out standing outside in the front yard. He was all right, but people were making a big deal out of it. And then when it's all said and done, after that call, the the, the line rep happened to be here because of the conference that was going on, and so he took the gear to see if it could be repaired. Well, by him taking the gear and trying to get it repaired, people thought we were hiding, or the excuse me, the city was hiding facts of the flashover and trying to cover it up. And I'm like, how, how does that yeah. make sense? I, I don't, I don't know, but that's how some people's perspectives, they only get one side of the story and just assume the worst. Who was making the, what was the big deal? You said people were making a big deal. Was it the fact that it was called or the fact that they, the guys who were calling it, how, what, which, what, what was the big deal part? The fact that it was called. So like, I mean, I'll, I'll be straight with you. One of the calls that I got afterwards was that I should have gone to the news media and, and kind of put it out that, hey, we had maydays going on and, and explained to them that this is a dangerous job and, and, you know, our firefighters are working hard. Great. Valid, all valid points. But I don't think as a president I should be going out there and stepping in front of the camera every time we have an incident. Sure. Um, that's just my opinion. But, you know, some people were like, and that call, and our chief got out there and pretty much did the news media thing pretty relatively quickly. But the, we had a previous call where it didn't happen as quickly, and people were up in arms about it. Uh, let's just put it like that. So the people, the complaint from this, it sounds like there's a couple complaints here. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but this particular complaint was that I've given you a good opportunity to clear this up because everybody's going to listen to this. Oh, so. yeah. No, it's, it's fair. <laughs> so all the, all the questionnaires, they'll, questioners, they'll get an answer. So the that this com- particular complaint was uh, about how quick the relay of information of what was going on was getting out to the public. The public, Correct. okay, yeah, and, and it's still a working fire scene. I mean, what do they want? Ex- like I'm saying, there's there's a bunch of variables that come into play sure, here, right? Sure. And I wasn't at that scene. I wasn't at that incident, so I don't really know <clears> what happened. But you know there. It's everything's dynamic, and everyone has an opinion on it. And the the problem is, is that when someone's opinion starts gaining momentum and it starts spreading like wildfire in the fire service in general, not just the city of Wilmington, sure. it's everywhere. But it turns into like chaos, and when that chaos feeds off each other, it ends up bringing down morale to an extent, you know. Um, and that's what I personally, I think we need to try and avoid. I think we need to try and kind of bring people up and make our station life, our, our brotherhood life better. Brotherhood and sisterhood, sorry. But, yeah. The thing you said about the parameters of, of Mayday calling changing, there's a, when you ask that question, so 
we're changing. They want you to call May Day sooner, right? Yes, they want absolutely. it to be a less serious event, but we're still reacting to May Days. Like if you don't call a May Day unless you're trapped or your arm got ripped off, like so we're still responding yeah. to May Days. To ask to tell my wife I love her phrase, better come yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. Right. Get my that, note that's in my pocket. Yeah, but, but we're telling the recruits call it if you're lost. Call it if you're right. If your par doesn't work out and somebody stepped out, like they're they're correct. Like we do need to call May Day sooner, but we also need to respond to them a little more modestly. You know, right. We don't need to break down every wall going in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. I guess absolutely. normalizing a mayday. Um, and I mean, that's what we're after. when you say that. That's it's. It sounds terrible because we're like we're normalizing some one of our guys being down. But when we're training, that maybe hey, because technically in our training in our SOGs, if your vibe alert chart's going off, that's that's a mayday parameter. Even though. Yeah. That might be the front door, and I'm vibing. Technically, that's a mayday parameter. Now, I'm not going to call him to walk outside and call it a day, but you know, if a brand new recruit is in here, he doesn't know the door is right there. He's supposed to call a mayday. That's just what it is, you know. Yeah, but. yeah. I just to be clear, I do think the mayday parameter has been a little opened up a little too much. Yeah, like oh, I could, call it faster. Yeah, but if they are, if that's our new normal, then we got to respond. You know. I think the caveat to the Mayday parameters kind of broadening a little bit is mm-hmm. the fact that you're supposed to is that you state that you're attempting to self extricate, yeah. or that yeah. you can come back and cancel it based off self extrication or whatever it may be. I think that was part of the part of the kind of reason they made that so yeah. easy. Or, but by the whatever. time you cancel it, you've already gotten a phone call. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the way it <laughs> sounds. No that's the way it sounds. Uh, and then what Pete? What you said, folks were up in arms about the turnout gear leaving. With the line rep, what's what's the deal with that? <laughs> Some folks kind of got the impression that it was the city was trying to hide the damage, and I, I mean I don't know the full story, but they were trying to hide some facts about it of that incident because the rep came and took the gear. Okay. I I mean again I wasn't there. I don't know what happened, but interesting. I, I did talk to our, our chief about it, and he's like, "No, that's like, that's absolutely not the case." He said. The lion rep happened. We were out at dinner because that conference, everyone was go out afterwards and eat dinner. And he's like, I was actually out at dinner and he was there. And he's like, I'll swing by, check the gear, see if we can get get it replaced as quicker, you know, as quickly as possible. Yeah, so like good a on customer him. service. Yeah, good yeah. on him. Yeah. So I was like, well, hell, that that makes sense to me. Right. But you know, yeah. I think once you've had something happen in your life where you uh, have that like lack of trust for something. Then man, that trigger can get pulled faster. Like I'm oh, yeah. that way. Something can happen, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. That ain't right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I mean, with our previous admin, I, I could see that to a certain extent, you know, because our, our previous chief, he did a lot of good with our city, but towards the end, he was kind of like doing it his way, not what the guys wanted. Mm-hmm. And he was notorious for putting out a survey, getting everyone's opinion. Everyone would give him their opinion, and he'd do the exact opposite. That doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the fire service. <laughs> yeah, that uh, sounds real similar to kind of the season we're in right now with the, you know all these committees. We mm-hmm. want to form committees for everything. Oh yeah, and then, Comidia. dude. And, <laughs> that was awesome. That's <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Even so much that I've I've completely almost forfeited my 
willingness to volunteer for any committee at all. Been mm-hmm. a part of several already that either they'll say that we want to start a committee, you get on it, put in your interest, and then the committee never is formed right. or, you know, something like that. But, yeah, there's a lot of stuff right now that we're forming committees for that I've read the committee's recommendations and then gave it a little bit of time and it's not the Cricket. committee's recommendation. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, it's like, what the point? What is the point? I don't understand the we have leadership com, uh, conversations in here from time to time, but I just don't, I can't comprehend where in a leadership position. Take you for an example, uh, your local president. Um, you know, you, you ask these opinions of all these people and then you do what you want to do anyway. You think they're not going to notice that? Oh, I yeah. mean, or how many, how many, how many gotchas do you get? Like, let me, let me let you think you're, you're involved, you're involved, yeah. but in, and really what's happening, you don't get so many of those. That's right. People going to figure you out. I, I would have more respect for an individual who comes out and flat out says, hey, guys, I understand you have your opinions, but this is the way I'm doing it. Tough shit. You know, like, I respect that. Yeah, that's yeah. a type of leadership that we <laughs> we talked about a few weeks ago was the uh, just the hard-nosed, but, he's, but they're consistent. It's just the hard-nosed, it's my way, my way, my way. I'll listen to your opinion or I won't, but I don't care. We're going to do it my way at the end of the day. But they're consistent like that. Mm-hmm. I can... I don't I don't do well under that type right. of leadership, yeah. but yeah, it's consistent. a type and it's effective. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think consistency is key to all of it. Mm-hmm. Preach. Right. Preach. Yeah. That making a committee, uh, a committee's formed, an opinion is given. There's it's still an opinion. It's still a committee's opinion. So the chief doesn't happen, doesn't have to take it. And so there's a little bit of wiggle room there. It's when the consistency is every single time. Yeah. It's like, well, you start to lose interest in those uh, those committees because it's so consistent. Or a pattern comes out where certain committees that are formed consistent of a, you know, a certain amount of people or a certain individuals, all those mm-hmm. the committee recommendations are taken. And then when it involves <laughs> yeah. the shit that actually like really affects us on a daily daily, it's, you know, and it's formed of the members, the committee's formed of members of, you know, the operations division, and then none of those ever get. Oh, yeah. If you look at state politics, like in the House or in the Senate, if a bill goes to committee, that basically is like filters and it's holding places. Like to try to get a bill out of committee is tough. But then that's the success of it. So it's probably not much different that if you're doing a committee, you're trying to slow down something or trying to, you know, bog it down in the details Never thought about it like that. Yeah. That's that's a new perspective for me, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sending it sending a bill to committee, like it'll get a list, like it's gotta go through this committee and you know, finance and Sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. All stuff over my head. Yeah, you brought politics into this, man. Why yeah. why would you do that? <laughs> that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's your hopes for uh your local going forward or hopes for the department? You can lump those together. I know they're two separate things, but as far as the local, man, um, I, we're growing stronger every day. We, I think we're making strides in, in like supporting each other in the brotherhood aspect and trying to maintain that. So we've got like family day. We've got, we're trying to do stuff that's, that brings together the guys. Cause you know, you know how it is. You're on shift. Hell, you see the guys you're at the station with, maybe the guys you change over with and that's about it, you know? So our goal is to try and get more involvement as a as a whole. Now, granted, when some folks are working, you can't do Absolutely. that. But, yeah. but um, you know, so trying to bring back some of that camaraderie and some of that brotherhood. So, like, one thing that I'm kind of starting the ball rolling on is trying to um, 
get a, a union hall or association hall. We were trying to get uh, an old fire station, actually, that's getting that Parks and Rec is currently in, but they're selling it to get the PPD building. So it is what it is. I asked them how much it would go for, and they said six hundred fifty thousand. So I was like, "Well, we can't buy that." So, um, but we we started a, a savings fund to try and at least get some capital built up to in the future, hopefully, start down that role. Um, but yeah, just bring back that brotherhood and try and improve things for for us as firefighters you know just some of the day-to-day stuff i've heard you mention uh i've heard you mention the the brotherhood and whatnot several times throughout our conversation so far this morning is that do you feel that that's a, a spot in our service that's suffering to an extent yes um <clears throat> it's real easy when it's a big big like event that happened and, and so everyone can come together but you know, when, when somebody needs help moving or, or somebody's got some financial struggles this month, that's that's where I think we, we're lacking a little bit. I mean, you might get the guys that, at your house or, or your company, but beyond that, it, it some of it just goes unnoticed. And we're our own, we're sending me, right? Like, sure. nobody's going to be like, hey, I'm struggling. Can you help me out? It, you got to speak up, too. But, um, like, we we've have a charitable fund that we started, so... Any firefighter in need in our local, we will help him out. Um, hell, we had one guy, he's he's had to medically retire, but um, at the time, his driveway had gotten washed out, and his wife was pregnant with a child. Like, they had a child, and she was pregnant, and she was on her own, and they had their driveway got washed out, so it was impassable. And so we paid $2,000 to have gravel put in and have a driveway put in, you know? So right. just stuff like that to help out our guys and help out, the family life that that's that's what we're kind of I'm trying to do better at so nice yeah absolutely yeah there's room for improvement in that in that realm oh yeah absolutely I think uh, part of that key to getting that part healthy is like you said having these events where everybody's you know you can have email change you can have online meetings and all that kind of stuff but face-to-face and physical activity with people is that's irreplaceable man right yeah I have an idea I want to run by both of you guys so in yesterday's tour meeting, I asked, when is the next, like, uh, award ceremony? Like, when's the next deadline for submitting? The That that whole program suffers. Like, there's the, the actual ceremony. There's not much participation. Um, should that be uh, something that we, like our locals, take up? And instead of having, like, this official, you know, the city doing it or the county doing it, like inside the local, like uh, like the membership put in, like send in an email to a, a certain box, like, hey, I want to nominate uh, Eric Moon for whatever or Matt Hoffman. You know, like yeah. I, it seems like that would be a, a good catalyst for that whole brotherhood, sisterhood, like the... It's not a bad idea. Yeah, it seems like it could... Is- is y'all's uh, y'all still have an annual award ceremony, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I was about yeah. to say I'm not sure that theirs suffers quite like quite like ours does. I still think that they are, is it uh, as the participation good? I mean, is it a good program? Is it the first? I remember the first uh, first two years we did ours. It was booming. It was a party. It was fun. It yeah. was a really good time. Uh, it was really well done and really well put together. And it just it went away like just COVID happened and whatnot. And mm-hmm. then yeah, it just never happened. Is that something the city is 
they're still pretty hopping on. Yeah. So um, our, our chief of operations, Chief Mickle, he's pretty big on that. So that's great. That is good. Yeah. We we every ceremony we've had, it's just more of a formal setting. Um, and then what tends to happen is informally, you'll have a few guys say, "Hey, we're meeting up yeah, such and such abs- afterwards." Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And, and that that tends to be pretty good. But I do like the idea of having the association kind of have our own. You know, like, hey, this one's by the guys for the guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to be in your class A, and you don't have to go nah. get pinned. Because, yes, it's nice to have a formal ceremony, but you're sitting there for an hour and a half with your family just staring at you and guys on shift just standing there because they want people there, mm-hmm. you know? So it makes it feel a little more forced. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with it. The ones that we had were formal. What I meant by it, so it was a party. It was like it was a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. Around mm-hmm. with people, it was. It wasn't like a, it wasn't the fireman's ball. Oh yeah, so well, it, was, wasn't, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't nothing like that. But um, yeah, it was much like that. Very formal, and then after, like you said, but if you could start it that way, it'd probably be start it kind of informal, and then that you know a little more family oriented yeah. setting, that backyard barbecue type setting. I think that's a good idea. That might be a yeah, we'll have like to talk so, to the folks about it. Sounds like something you and Ben Bob need to talk about. We can do them together. A Thanks. joint a joint party. More work for me. Yeah, <laughs> since you don't have enough to do already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping. Yeah. I try to tell you you need a liaison. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fighting for you here. That's, it's called delegation. <laughs> <laughs> fighting for you here. That's a trip. No, nah, that's great, man. Uh, we appreciate you coming down here. I know you got stuff you got to do today um, and whatnot, but we appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. Yeah, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Alex, take care, my brother. Yeah, Anything man. we can do to help you in the future, don't hesitate to reach out. Sounds good. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Be good. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Do us a favor. Slide over to iTunes or Spotify or YouTube. Leave a five-star review and leave a comment. If you want to, you want to support further, share it with somebody. Ask them to like, subscribe, and share it with their friends. If they can benefit from it, we need to spread it out. The more you like and comment, the more visible we are on all these platforms when people are just searching Firefighter Podcast. It'll come up Primary Complete a little bit quicker, and they won't have to dig quite so far to find us. We really appreciate that. Visit the website. It's a pretty good site. It's got all kinds of fun links and stuff. You can also find the shows there on the website as well, and that's www.primarycomplete.com podcast.com thank you all so much for your support again we love you thank you for helping us make conversation great again